and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lankline and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. Do you find yourself getting your information from all one source? No, I definitely get, and I get different things in different places. And, and I think it's interesting, like sometimes I see the same thing from, you know, a person, a source, whatever, in multiple places, but I'm usually looking for different kinds of content in different places. So Mm -hmm. I don't see the overlap that often. And you are not an uncommon person because, <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> because um, people like to get their information in different places and they respond to it in different ways. Um, and we're finding that as your marketing, your company or yourself or whatever else, that you tend to gravitate towards the way that you get your information um, based on it being visual, based on it being written word, based on it being something that you hear. And... Um, I think it's really important to figure out where your clients are and how they are getting their information because some people learn by listening. Some people learn by writing things down or reading and some people are very visual. So that just kind of leads to, you know, do you have to do this a thousand times? No, because you can just repurpose your content. That's (laughs) That's a long way to get there, but there we are. Yeah. That's so interesting. (laughs) It makes me think a little bit of the, the love languages. Yes. Yeah, there's five love languages, but people tend to (laughs) impress upon other people the one they like the best. Like if I like to get gifts, then I'm going to give everybody a gift. But everybody else's love language is not receiving a gift. Right. So they're just getting what I want to give them instead of what they want. Right. And so you're saying think about all the different places people are and want to get content and then take your one piece of content and see how you can maybe tweak it a little, repurpose it mm-hmm. for those different places. Maybe here it's more visual, here it's more audio, here it's more written, but really it's the same topic and the same base. Yeah, I just kind of understand that, you know, people get information in different ways. And rather than reinventing the wheel every single time, you could take that same content that you've written and just get it out in different ways. Like there's some people who swear by LinkedIn, they're on LinkedIn all day. And they use it for networking and things like that. So a post on LinkedIn is going to attract a different person than, say, a podcast might. Um, some people might not take the time for to listen to an entire podcast, but there are people that that's all they do is listen to podcasts all day while they work um, or in the car or anything like that. So getting uh, all of that out there in different forms, but not necessarily rewriting everything for everything. Yeah, so that makes me think. I think we probably could just give an example of, you know, how we would do it. And I'm just kind of going on the fly right now, but I'm thinking, (laughs) okay, maybe we want to talk about repurposing your content, Mm -hmm. right? So you might write a blog post that goes on our blog. Mm -hmm. We also put that post in LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. We put a graphic about it on Instagram. Right, and possibly Facebook. Maybe a graphic with a little more content, you know, a paragraph on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We record a podcast and you might do a presentation online, like a webinar about it. Yes. Like, or be on someone else's podcast being interviewed about mm-hmm. it. And so really you only had to research and think about that topic of starting a, of repurposing your content one time. Right. 
to get like all the facts and the information you wanted to share and then you sort of diced out different parts depending on where you were using it yes very you've, you've crystallized very exactly what we're trying to talk about today yeah so you're doing all <laughs> the heavy lifting like all the hard research and and writing the the biggest amount of content just once mm -hmm. and then pulling pieces of that for all sorts of different uses. Yes. And one thing you do too is, you know, if you don't have time for even that, you know, you can just repurpose somebody else's content too. Um, I, I, I swear there is just tons of information out there right now and you can share a LinkedIn post. You can if see that somebody else has written about it and reference it and perhaps a blog that you want to write or in a podcast you want to do, you know, using their data. Um, so yeah, it is just all out there and it, there is no sin in repurposing it for your own diabolical purposes. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> or positive purposes. <laughs> or, yeah. or not so diabolical. And it makes me think that, so, you know, say someone just is like an Uber fan of you and follows you in like four different places. The reality is, they're not going to see exactly the same thing in every place. Right. They're going to see, you know, the full written article on maybe LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. But then on Instagram, they're going to just see a piece of it. And on, you know, the podcast, they're going to hear us talk about it. Right. So it's not repetitive. Even if they follow you in different places, it's not repetitive because you're not saying like literally paste the same thing five places. You're saying refashion it yes. to fit each platform. Yeah, because there's yeah. many instances where I will write a blog and that blog might be based on some information that I might have seen somewhere else. So for example, um, if people are talking about the job market, I will write a blog based on how that applies to the creative industry or how it might apply as a business owner or some other sort of facet that I have um, really, I've, that I want to customize to what I'm doing or the business that I'm in. And um, that blog piece might be, you know, X amount of words. But if we take it to a podcast format, we could talk about it sometimes even more in depth, add a little more flavor to it and um, make it apply even more to a different group or, you know, be able to get into more in depth on it and talk a little bit about our sources and things like that. So, yeah, it, it can be, um, again, the same nugget of information that is just expanded upon in different formats. And using a reference to Instagram, it might just be something that's captured in an image, you know, right. looking for a job and it could be a person scratching their chin and mm -hmm. thinking about or getting their portfolio together. And then it's just a, a quick little blurb that we can then kick back to a blog post that we've written or a podcast that we've done it on. So that's how it, it you can kind of get that same thing going. And somebody who's always on Instagram, for example, versus on LinkedIn is going to see it here and click on it. They'll see it in LinkedIn and click on it and want to get more in-depth into more information that you're trying to share. Yeah, I like that so much because I think there was an era, maybe a few years ago, all this moved so fast. Probably I know. wasn't that long ago. But <laughs> was it was, yesterday or 10, days or 10 years a, ago? <laughs> an era not too long ago where I think what you saw people doing was literally reposting the same thing mm -hmm. everywhere. And it's like, I don't, nope. don't want to see the same thing nope. everywhere. Yeah. So this is really being much more strategic and thoughtful about how you break it out. Right. And you could put it like a soundbite or just a quote from your blog or podcast in your social media and things like mm -hmm. that. And if people want to know more, um, they can dig into it more. They can get more in depth by reading it, listening to it, or they could just say, you know what? I just, all I need to know is that the creative industry yeah. is hiring and that's it. Right. That little graphic was all I all want. I, I don't really want anymore. Yeah. yeah. And, and some yeah. people are having, you know, um, some conversations with themselves. Do we do videos on things? You know, do people want to see a face? 
um, when they're talking about something or can they just listen to it quietly and keep working? Um, for us, the whole podcast thing started because we found that we were talking to people a lot about how to get a job and it ended up breaking it down to like 10 different steps, you know, in a, and we talked about, you know, should we do this in a workbook? It was it's really quick to do as a podcast, you know, and when people come to us and just say, well, I want to change my career or I just lost my job. How do I get started? Hey, you know what? <laughs> we have a blog of this and we also have a podcast and they get to choose how they want to receive that information. And some people like to listen. Some people like to read. Um, but regardless, it's a lot of the information that we do over and over again that we can little finger quotes market mm -hmm. um, in our business and have it as our expertise and get it out there as just some content that um, we can use over and over and over again. Yeah, that is, this is great. I think that it's really good getting people to think about like, start with the core topic, but then repurpose it in different ways. So let's talk about some of the ways that some, you know, places people could repurpose okay. right <laughs> so um you already mentioned like sharing information and that might be resharing other people's information mm -hmm. like you said if it's about the job market you might find some statistics from mckinsey or american staffing association or whoever that you want to share with a couple sentences of your commentary about it but right. you're re really resharing other information that expert sources have already done all the hard work yeah we, like, and we're not researchers we just read other people's really good research right. right and a great example of that is we just did a podcast and you wrote a blog about how 80 percent of the population wants a new job right and that was a, a study <laughs> from american staffing association right. like we don't have to go out and do the study we can just share we just talk about that let's talk about yeah, that number share their information Right. Okay. So sharing other people's information, writing a blog post, mm -hmm. which we do have done for some scary amount of years. <laughs> right. <blog> posts, um, <laughs> just about different topics. And sometimes it's job hunting. Sometimes it's, you know, great to the business. Sometimes it's about the creative community. Mm -hmm. Like we have all different topics. Right. Um, Whatever's the hot, you know, what are people talking about right now? Let's talk about that in our industry, how it affects us, what our thoughts are on that. Because, you know, after being in business for going on 16 years, you have a certain level of expertise in this area and a few th opinions you'd like to share. So that's perfect for a blog. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. Sometimes people say like, oh, I don't know why I'd write about. It's like, what's on your mind right now? It's right. probably on someone else's yep. mind too. And yep. it doesn't have to be really long. I think uh, a thing that you do a lot, which is great, is you'll break a topic down into like two or three posts mm -hmm. that are all related. Like instead of making this long, you know, thing that people pull up and it's so right. daunting they're like oh my god i, I, have, I can't get I have time to read that <laughs> you break it down into like three one pagers but they're really all a continuation of mm -hmm. you know the same mm -hmm. topic so kind of keeping it relatively short and quick you know a, a couple minute read mm -hmm. like people aren't sitting down with a novel there's you know they want a two to three minute read exactly post. exactly um at least i do yeah <laughs> and so those can go on your own blog, like most people on their website have a blog or have a blog feature if they want to add mm -hmm. it in. So it can get posted there, which we do, honestly, because then it brings people directly back to yes. our website yes. rather than having it on a third party blog platform. Right. Um, but then also put it somewhere like LinkedIn, which we also do. Mm -hmm. And that's the same blog, you know, content. Um, and then another thing is your newsletter. Like a lot of people have an email newsletter just like we do. And, you know, resharing 
that? And how, so how would you recommend people choose what to put in that newsletter? Well, rather than, you know, sitting in front of a blank page and thinking, oh God, what do I write about this month or this quarter? Look about, look at things that you have already talked about. You, you might've already done a podcast on it. You might've already written a blog on it. Or again, that hot topic, you might just want to link an article that you think is interesting and just say, you know what? Just so you know, people are looking for work and here's what I'm basing that information on. Add the link and you're kind of done, you know? So do you pull from other things you've written or do you write, or maybe it's both, do you write fresh things for the newsletter? Do you pull other stuff or is it a combination of the two? For me, it is typically something that I've already written because we have, you know, uh, a calendar that we go through on some hot topics. Sometimes things just pop up Mm -hmm. and that's all all anybody's talking about right now. Um, You know, a great example of that is, oh my God, COVID. So we immediately started writing (laughs) some blogs about COVID. COVID. (laughs) And that sort of stuff went right into our newsletter because that was the next communication we had with our clients. It's, we already had it out in, LinkedIn space and social media space. So now we're going to make sure that all of our clients have seen that too. So we have just added a link to those articles that went back to our blog that talked about those exact same things. At least that's what I had done, you know, because again, that's still a hot topic and we want to make sure everybody saw that those things. Yeah. And I think that's a really great point. Like someone might say, well, I put it on my blog. So, you know, I've already used that. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I've, blo- I've, I've blown it. I've already put it on my blog. <laughs> and the point uh, I think that you're making is, like, you can't assume that all of our clients are following our blog. Like, no. gee, we really I hope they are. And they're also listening to our podcast and everything else. But the reality is everyone, back to your very first question, everyone gets their content in different ways. Yes. So there were important things you wanted people to know about what was going on with COVID and how that was affecting employees and hiring and all kinds of things. So you put it in the newsletter too, because that goes directly to our clients. Yeah, I'm under we're not relying on them following us to get that information. I am under no delusion at all that um, people are waiting with bated breath that I have put out a new blog. Yes. <laughs> so you want to make sure they get it. Yes. And that's what goes in the newsletter. Yes. And with that, I, I get good response too. It's like, you know what? I enjoyed that. But that doesn't mean that they were looking for that specifically. There are many people that I admire their writing or you know their podcast but I'm not looking for a constant it's just too much but if something is popping up in a newsletter for me chances are I'm going to click on it like oh you know I love this person I think they might have some insights on this it just kind of brings it to their attention um, just that way versus them having to essentially do the work and look for an article that I may or may not have written. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Which, like you said, is not realistic. (laughs) No, not at all. I don't have a fan base like that. So, but they might say, hmm, you know, now that you brought, now that you mentioned it, you know, I'm going to, I am going to read that. Yeah. Um, So another thing is podcast and you you Mm -hmm. already talked about that. Like we often talk about uh, topics on the podcast that originated from uh, articles, blogs that Mm -hmm. we've written. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you could go a couple ways with podcasts. So obviously you could start your own like we did. And mm-hmm. we can talk a few minutes about how we did that. Right. Also, if you don't want to start your own, you can be on other people's podcasts. Right. So there right. are some people, because I've looked, you know, there are people I do follow. And <laughs> I've looked who like, certainly this person has a podcast because I listen to a lot of podcasts. And they don't. They're, they just go on a lot of other people's. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some people want to have their own. Some people don't. That's totally right. fine. But you can still 
be in the podcast sphere, even if you don't want to start yours. Right. And people want content. So if you have something that you think people need to hear about, you know, contact somebody else who has a podcast and just say, I'd love to come on and talk about this. Um, right. Chances I have are expertise about this topic. Right. Yeah. We we want to do the same thing too. So yeah, having just guests, you know, is great too. And you know, going kind of going back to the whole starting a podcast thing, ours essentially started with us having information that we felt people needed, and then we thought, you know, but there was probably some more things that people might want to hear about too, or perhaps an article they haven't seen. So let's talk about that. So now that's they're informed too, just like we were informed. I find stuff all the time, and I know you do too. Um, great quotes or great articles and you're like oh you know what I think I know a lot of people that might want to hear this so I'm just going to help them out and talk about it and link them to it and and things like that Um, but then you might find that your podcast might just be um, getting those people that wrote those articles on your podcast and they can talk about it there for you you're not basically putting your own spin on it and we do that just because our um our clients, it's a very small market. You know, we, we like to apply it to creative people and the creative community and, you know, again, business owners. But if you're a little larger in the space you, that, and applies to more people, you could definitely expand that and have other guests come in and talk about their topics or um, things that you don't know about and you want everybody to know about it. You know, um, yeah, on occasion, we, we do that. We bring people in and talk about stuff. Um, but that could be the entire podcast for you. It's like, I want experts to come in and talk mm-hmm. about what they what they know they're yeah bring their smarts to the microphone yes exactly and you know I think <laughs> so I'll say I don't think it was very hard to start a podcast and I say that because I didn't do any of the work um, <laughs> you did it all so you figured out how I think you just I googled proposed, it I think we should do a podcast yeah. and I said okay how do we do that and you said I'll figure it and out and you said well so you you Good luck with it. that. Let yeah. me know if you doubt me to be a guest. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk. So, you know, Google is your friend in this case. Like yes. You just Googled it. I think you found a few articles that almost broke down like, if so you want to start a podcast. Yeah, here's, what, like here's what you buy. The most expensive to the least mm-hmm. expensive way to do it. You can hire a firm and you show up yep. at their studio and it's highly produced down to, you could do it on your phone. Right. Like there is right. every level in between and you picked like kind of a mid-level. So you got some equipment, mm-hmm. but it's my memory. It was fairly easy to set up. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You set it up. It wasn't, it wasn't okay. too daunting. You know, it was pretty much a very, you know, plug A into B and, you know, here's what you need. And that's, that's kind of what I did, you yeah, know, so you and I didn't know like if it'd be successful. So I didn't want to go really deep into the, all the equipment for the most part, but we had yeah. a, a nice basic setup. Yeah. So you got like soundboard and some microphones mm-hmm. and things kind of in between and um set it up and then you do the editing and so on so I think there's there's all levels mm-hmm. of how much how deep you can get into it both time and money and it really depends on what you're trying to do with right. it and what fits your brand I think kind of a DIY creative approach to it I is found very it much fun us. so <laughs> I would I would say that too if you don't find it fun Maybe you shouldn't do it, yep. but I was really enjoying the the troubleshooting aspect of it, you know, trying to make it work. So yeah, um, and so there's there's that part, like mm-hmm. you have to get you figure out what your equipment is, even if it's going to be on your iPhone. You How involved do you want to be? <laughs> How are you going to edit it? Where are you going to put it? So right. This is one thing I didn't fully understand is that it has to be uploaded to some sort of a serving platform mm-hmm. that then pushes it to iTunes and all the other right. places. So you have to figure out where it's going to live. Right. 
um, and how you'll promote it, which is going to be through all of these different channels we just talked about. Right. And then the other thing, and you and you did a good job of this, so I just want to call it out. I think before you launch, um, figuring out what your first, you know, I think we did ten, like your first group of episodes will mm-hmm. be, and getting them all recorded and ready to go, so you don't feel under the gun. Like yes. we record yes. every so often and do, s- you know, a few in a day, which is great. We never feel like, oh, my gosh, we have got to do this, like, in the next hour because it has to go up tomorrow. <laughs> right. You know, it's – you always have a – A nice bank. A bank <laughs> that you're mm-hmm. a little ahead, and you made the bank before you started. Yeah. You didn't, like – we didn't make one, and then you just put it out there. You had us make several. Yeah, we have room to breathe. Figured out your cadence and then started pushing them Yeah, it, it, it – and I think for a brief period, we did it, like, every Friday. We're going to, you know, do a podcast, but that – got to be really ridiculous and a lot of pressure was put on us to do that so now we just bank a bunch and let you know release them slowly and then when we have time we reserve one day versus you know one day a a a month versus every friday you know so you got to figure out what works for you maybe it's and it also works well too based on other people's schedules if you want to have guests too that you have a nice you're working around them maybe right so (laughs) uh, there's a lot less pressure on that too to do it that way but yeah, um, it doesn't have to be as high stress as you think. And it's it's your blog t- or your podcast, too. So don't feel like if you missed a couple of weeks that it's that big of a deal. Again, people are not waiting with bated breath, I'm sure, for our next podcast. But I'm hoping that when they see the topic, they're then interested and then they click on it. So you, yeah. you can make it as... as um, interactive as you want as far as it's because something comes out weekly something comes out monthly something comes out quarterly you might just do it as needed you know so it's really kind of your thing to control and again you can start talking about things that you've written about or you can do the other way around and you just start talking you know some people say that if I start talking I'm going to you know, have some nuggets, I'm going to, some wisdom I can shed on people. And then you just reverse that. And then you start, maybe you write a blog on that particular podcast, which you talked about, said, you know what, that was, I was brilliant. And I'm going to write about this now. Yes. And you, then the, the blog comes out and then you, the people, the readers in your world will then um, see that in a blog, might, might see it in your newsletter, might, might see it on your social you know, you might be able to pull a single graphic out of what you said, and now that's on your Instagram. So that's how it, it kind of works. It just all kind of, you know, falls into into the right places. Yeah, and I think you touched on something. You you accidentally said blog, but I think it's actually true. <laughs> blog or podcast. Um, it doesn't matter so much how often you do it. If right. you decide I'm a once a week blog and podcast, or I'm a once a month, or I'm going to do you know, every other day, like whatever you choose is totally up to you as long as you sort of stick with your own self-imposed schedule. And if at mm-hmm. some point you have to change it, change it. Like if you say, well, I used to do twice a week, and I've decided to go down to once a week. That's mm-hmm. totally fine. But then be consistent. I think the thing that yes. really hurts in, um, in any of these kind of arenas is when it's just too sporadic. Yeah. There's like a few if bl- you're podcasts I follow that they haven't had a new recording in a while and I delete them. Yeah. You well, know? There, there's one I have like that too. And I'm like, oh, maybe they just stopped they doing, just stopped doing it. it. And yeah. I actually checked their website. I'm like, is it still happening? Like right. there's nothing. They didn't say like, this is the end of the season. We'll be right. back in May or anything. It's just nothing since mid December. Yeah. They're just not, I'm not following them anymore or I forget yeah. about them because it's been too long. And so you don't want that either. I always think it doesn't matter so much what the schedule is as you, 
kind of follow it as well. I mean, you do not have to be like hardcore. If you miss a day, you miss a day. <laughs> but you right. know, you like try to adhere to whatever it is fairly consistently. So if you're, I was going to make it up, but like we put something on, you know, say your company decides we're going to put something on Instagram and Facebook, you know, daily. We're going to do a podcast weekly. We're going to do a newsletter monthly. We're going to do a webinar quarterly. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But just kind of try to just stick to it as much as you can, right. whatever it is that however you break it out. And, and what's going to translate well into a podcast or a blog or something else, you know, so we don't do a podcast on every single blog that we've written, but there are cer- certain things that are, you know, like, let's talk about that. We got yeah. more to say about that. Um, or, you know, it could be um, you're on uh, a podcast and you're like, I have created a great outline. So now I'm going to make that into a blog now because that's going to translate well into writing or people might want some, something written based on what I talked about. So you, you can make your best judgment on that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's a good point in there too about back to, you know, knowing the different platforms and the different way people get their information and how much information is appropriate for each. So mm-hmm. like Instagram, like you said, it's like a, a visual and a, a, you know, small. Some hashtags. Of maybe a little <laughs> text or whatever. It's a very quick read. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm okay getting one every day because I'm going to read it in a few seconds. Yep. But I don't want to get a blog every day. Right. Like, I can't I'm keep up with that. that. And, <laughs> That's and just then, too much. you know, podcasts, I mean, I love podcasts, but I have like hundreds of them downloaded. Same. So every day, like I would never listen to all your episodes <laughs> because I have so many others I'm listening to. So being thoughtful, like your schedule can be really dictated by how and where people you think they like to get that information yeah. as well. Yeah. A good example of that is I um, subscribe, if you will, to uh, Brene Brown's podcast mm-hmm. and her stuff is always so good. But I hold a lot of it until I'm kind of ready to read it or, or listen to it, I should say. Me too. Um, I need it's like, like, I need this right now and I will listen to that. And there's some of that I skip, you know, yeah. but, you know, that's how it, it should be, you know. And hers is one like I have to be in like a good mental space. Yes. To listen to receive and receive that it. information. Like I have fun, <laughs> entertaining ones I yes. listen to while I'm cooking. Yep. And then I have like. I'm going on a walk by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to Brene Brown. Yes. Because she's going to maybe make me cry. Yeah. She's definitely going to make me think <laughs> about something worse, you're like. you're on a walk and you're crying. It's going to make me think about something intense. Yeah. You know, this isn't just like, oh, I'm going to stop halfway through because dinner's ready and I'll pick it up later. Like, right. I want right. to listen to the whole thing. Yes. I'm going to walk till it's done. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that too. And it's terrible because I would be out walking or um, back when I was running and I would just suddenly start crying. <laughs> People are going to wonder what is wrong with me. I'm laughing to myself, too. It's like, oh, my Lord, what do, what do the neighbors think? But, yes, yeah, you exactly. need that space for sure Yeah, to do things like that. Um, there was a, one other thing I was going to touch upon, too. Let's see. Um, well, one thing I think that you maybe touched on a little bit that I did want to just kind of circle back and emphasize, perhaps, is really thinking about how your readers might want to receive the information. Yes, yes. And, um, you were sharing something with me the other day, and I'm not going to call it the right thing, but it was about the different ways people learn. Like oh, yes. People have different yep. learning yep. styles. Yeah, and I touched upon that at the beginning of this, too. But, yeah, let's like expand on that. Some people are auditory. Some people mm-hmm. are visual. Some people are, I forget what the word one is, but readers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, some are, I think they learn through doing the action yeah. or something. Yeah, or, or if you're, like, in a lecture, do you find yourself really listening? Or are you taking copious notes? Or, you know, are you 
better if you're just reading by yourself versus having somebody talk to you and lecture. Yeah, it, it was really interesting. Yeah, and so the, the reality is people learn in all different mm-hmm. ways. So that's another really good reason, I think, this idea of sharing your one you know topic of content in many different ways is because people just are wired differently. Like some people love to listen. There's somebody on our team who really does not enjoy reading books. Like you and I like reading Mm -hmm. books, like a physical, actual book from the library. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have people on our team who like to read, uh, you know, digital books on their phone, Mm -hmm. which I cannot do at all. No, I can't either. We have people on our team who don't like to read at all, but they love to listen to audio books. So all three of us are going to enjoy the same book, but in an entirely different way. Right. And it's interesting, too, because you will hear people say, I like to have a real book to read. And then there's some people who like to read from a Kindle. And I think that that even that alone is a great example because some people are tactile, I think, Mm -hmm. and having the book in their hand and the smell of the book and the touch of the book is a part of the reading process for them and the understanding and the learning Whereas if somebody is on a Kindle, it's just the words, mm-hmm. you know, so it doesn't matter how they get the words, but it is just the words. And then some people, you know, opt for the movie, you know, yeah. it's like, I, I never read the book, but I thought the movie was great. And the person right. that read the book said, oh my God, that movie is terrible. I like the book so much better, but they're all experiencing the same storytelling, you know? Yeah. So you just have to understand that those people all exist. And, and actually a great example of this is I read a book and I was so into it, I could not put it down. And, and I made the mistake of starting to talk to my husband, Pete, about it. And he started having all these questions. And I'm like, why don't you just read the book? Just read the book. You know, and I can stop telling you what's happening here, although I'm so jazzed about it. And then I noticed my book was moved. And I was like, did you read it? And he goes, I read the last chapter. <laughs> He just wanted to know the end. He just wanted to know how it ended. <laughs> and, but he will love the movie if they ever make this into a movie. But that's how he experiences things. You know, um, I had to read it, and I got super jazzed by that. And if I watch the movie, it'll be an addition to it. But he's definitely going to be the movie person when it comes to this sort of thing. Because it was kind of, you know, um, I don't know, suspenseful. You know, so it, it will definitely translate well into a movie. And he'll be fine with that. And I am totally co- okay with that, too. But I just thought I was so amused by that. But that is how he... enjoyed it you know yeah so Um, I think that's the perfect analogy for this idea of repurposing content mm -hmm. that one story gets told through you know the physical book the kindle book the audio book the movie maybe a comic adaptation but it's the one story right all you know Wuthering Heights or whatever that they've decided everybody's gonna enjoy it and 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 their life may be changed by it or they will always remember it Mm -hmm. but it was all done in a different way yeah and all those things came off of the one base story Mm -hmm. and so it's really that same idea of what you're talking about here with this repurposing content the same base story being told in many different places in slightly different ways yeah and here's what I was going to say um you you know what you're an expert in so what we did too so I'm going to advise people to do this as well Start thinking about different topics you could talk about. We had a list of probably about 30 different things that we knew that we could talk about, that we felt comfortable enough to be the expert in, things that we've experienced, trial and error, 
could definitely fast forward some people over some stumbling blocks in their life if we were to talk about these particular things or write about these different things. And we always have a list of things. We're like, oh, I could totally write a blog about that or that's going to be our podcast. Start there. And um, what are you the expert in? Are there some articles or stories that really resonated with you that you wish to share with other people? Write those down. Get them in a spreadsheet, dare I say. <laughs> and, and start sorting that through on how you want to create um, some content. And um, figure out, here's how I'm going to write it. Here's what I'm going to talk about. And these are the things that I'm good at or certain elements of it that I'm good at. Um, and get it started. And again, yours might be just getting the right people on your podcast or in your blogs to talk about different things. But what can you bring to the table? How can you share it with your clients? And how is it going to benefit them? But again, just start making that list because there are a lot of experts out there. And we want to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. And we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.